yes, yes. How you doing? It's Trump Day. It's January 10th. It's your morning ritual. Me and Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. What a day. This is going to be a heck of a... I mean, every day should be, honestly, a heck of four hours. But this is really going to be a heck of a four hours. I'm just telling you. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one... Oh, baby. Looks like I... There's a... According to Martha McSally, looks like uh, there could be a major immigration bill uh, introduced. She's part of it. And I'll get to details. Don't you worry about that. Oh, will I get to details. Uh, But the media and some Trump lovers freaked out on him yesterday, and some media loved him yesterday after that TV show he did basically in in D.C. Turns out uh, that the immigration bill that she is part of, she and three others, uh, maybe even tougher than what Trump even wanted. I'll explain. This is good news. Second thing I think you need to know uh, is that Martha, it looks like she's going to announce she's running for Senate on Friday. So you're going to have Martha, you're going to have Sheriff Joe, oh boy. And then you're going to have also uh, Dr. Kelly Ward, who's going to join us at 710 this morning to talk about all of this and more and DACA and you everything, everything. Martha's going to do this. Maybe it's all starting to make sense, huh? Uh, third thing I think you need to know, the Tucson City Council voted uh, to make the hands-free ordinance they have primary, meaning, uh, and it's not a done deal. they got to bring it back and vote on it in, about, in a couple of weeks uh, at a meeting, but they basically have said, no, no more is this going to be a secondary fence. Now they want to give the police the ability to pull you over if you're driving in Tucson because you are using your phone in a non-hands-free way. You just have it like up to your ear. Now, in the past, it would be a secondary offense. Like, if they saw you driving, they couldn't pull you over. But if they gave you, like, if they, if they got you speeding and saw that, they could write you a ticket for it. It was a secondary offense. Now they're like, you know what, primary, primary, primary. But uh, shockingly enough, a couple of uh, council members voted against it. They didn't like the idea of it. One, Richard Fimbris made sense because he's like, what about distracted motorcyclists? Distracted bicyclists? Distracted people on scooters? I mean... When does it end? And that's good. Um, Regina Romero voted against it because she thought that it was uh, it was racist because now more Hispanics will be pulled over because, I mean, everything about her is race. We'll get to that. That's insulting to of me. Course, well, everything's insulting to you, as oh. it should be, by the way. That's insulting to me that your ringer's on. It's my alarm saying I'm late. That too. <laughs> At 6.15, I'm late. Hey, coming in late. Overslept. <laughs> Three things I think you need to know. No, no, no. So we have that, which is cool. Now, um, wait, wait, before you get started, you like my little surprise I left you? Oh, I yeah, I, you I, I saw surprise. that. I always wondered that was you. <laughs> it's not worth mentioning. Oh. It's not It's not worth mentioning because I don't want to give that person any, <laughs> I don't want them to think that there's anything to it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Are you getting it? You wait till you read it. If well, read later, it. later. So that's cool. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So the media, this is what's funny, okay? Trump has this, uh, this basically a TV show. Showing the American public, hey, media, roll on us, talking about DACA and stuff. We'll find out what people really think. We're going to expose them. I'm going to let people know that I am doing this. And I heard Rush yesterday. He said he thinks that Trump had this whole big setup to prove that he's in command because he was in command of these other 23 lawmakers, both sides of the aisle, all chipping in about what they think about DACA and immigration and illegal immigration and you name it. And he knew the issues and he was there. Uh, for the most part, and it was a bit confusing in certain situations, but I'm, I, I, I think that I got my hand, I have a handle on this. I really do. Um, I think it wasn't just to uh, basically disprove that stupid book 
that had all kinds of uh, false things about Trump by that Michael Wolf, who's now admitting that he never actually interviewed any cabinet members. But Trump's crazy and this and that and blah, 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 blah. I think Trump needs to realize uh, as soon as that statement came out uh, about him, uh, you know, you can grab chicks by the... And he still won the election, that nobody's really going to care about anything that is said about him. If people are willing to overlook that, we don't care what's in a book. We consider news to be fake news. Like, he has branded that and made it that way. And it's a brilliant move on his part. I mean, absolutely brilliant move. So... The Trumpster has all these people there. And what I think is going on is that this is the art of the deal of the millionth degree. And I never read the art of the deal, but I'm just saying, because I never liked Trump. I never liked Trump until he started talking to me. And he was talking to me when he came down that escalator. And when he was in Phoenix the next week after that. That's when he talked to me, okay? Um, Now, I think Trump saw what happened in the first year of his presidency and realized, okay, I'm going to try this the normal Washington way. And everything was slow. And it was hard to get things done. And he let Mitch and Paul and these other guys try to do their thing, and that's fine. And year two, he's like, you know what, we're really going to get things done. I think yesterday what you witnessed was the beginning of Trump light speed, and these career politicians don't know how that works. And I get it. Look, the founding fathers set up the government, so nothing is done quickly, so nobody can get in there and really mess up the country and blah, 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 blah. And Obama did a pretty good job of that. Uh, and normally I'd be uh, against, you know, warp speed to a point, except when I think that I, I, until I agree with what's going on and I agree with what Trump wants to do. So I think Trump is doing what guys do. Think about it. He had all these members of Congress in and he made these random statements. Random statements. Like, uh, let's play a couple real quick. If you missed it, a couple of these random statements. Uh, let's uh, let's do this one. This this really uh, got people upset. Sixty four, sixty four. Uh, Trump. He really he really pissed off his follow uh, some of his followers. That don't, I don't that maybe and you know what? even I was like hmm, but I had to think about it. This aggravated people. Go ahead. I feel having the Democrats in with us is. Absolutely vital, because this should be a bipartisan bill. This should be a bill of love. Truly, it should be a bill of love, and we can do that. Love? That's what Jeb said. What's going on? What's he doing? Of course, that's all the media reported, but if you actually watch it, even some, you know, Ann Coulter lost her mind about this, but she loses her mind about everything. Tucker Carlson went crazy about this, and okay, whatever. Uh, This is just my take. Right after that, and I didn't put it in because it was like four minutes, and I'm like, okay, we get it. But right after he said it's it should be a bill of love, he then said, but it needs to have security. We need certain things. We need a wall. And then he expanded. We need to end chain migration. And he expanded. We need to end the visa lottery. And he expanded. So all of a sudden, it went from, oh, it's a bill about love. He is sucking people in. I think what he is doing is he is letting these Democrats come in and he is saying such nice things about him. And he's letting the public that may be skeptical of him hear things. And they go, man, he seems to be okay. He seems to be okay. Because there's one other thing that he said that drove people crazy. 65. 65, please, Ryan. Uh, he said this. This drove people crazy. Go ahead. There should be no reason for us not to get this done. And Chuck, I will say, when this group comes back, hopefully with an agreement, this group and others... 
from the Senate, from the House, comes back with an agreement, I'm signing it. I mean, I will be signing it. What? I'm not going to say, oh, gee, I want this or I want that. I'll be signing it because I have a lot of confidence in the people in this room that you're going to come out with something really good. What? You're going to sign whatever? No. No. What does that mean? And let me just tell you something. They lost, the Trump lovers lost their minds. All of a sudden, the media that hated Trump, that for the past, what, week and a half said, he's not right in the head. I mean, the guy's nuts. He's not fit for office. Does he have the fitness? He's not, he's a stable genius. He's unstable. He's crazy. He's crazy. All of a sudden, they went, oh, this is like the greatest thing this guy's ever done. Like, I've never seen anything in Washington like this in the past. So all of a sudden, the media thought this guy needs to be committed and pulled a 180 and said, I've never seen anything like this, and I commend him for bringing everybody together, and this was, like, really good, and he was, like, really good, and he let people talk, and he's willing to listen. And then how do you go from saying, and he just basically disarmed the media one more time. And I don't think some of the people quite understood what he was doing. And I looked at this, and I get this is just what I think. He literally owned them because they went again from dude's nuts, needs to be thrown out of office, put in a loony bin, he's crazy, to, oh, this is a really good move. He was really good. Never seen anybody do this. This is remarkable. This is how. So he just basically stole any credibility the media had with people away because how, how can you believe anything they say now? How can you? How do you go from being a nut job to brilliant in a matter of days? I thought it was, a, this guy is going, I'm t- and listen, this really is not what I'm about. It's not natural for me to be gloating over this kind of stuff because I generally don't trust any politicians, but I don't see him as a regular politician. So I see Trump doing this, and he has these people in this room and does 45 minutes of uh, must-watch TV, must-see TV, I'll put the whole thing on my page at KNST.com and on my Facebook page if you missed it. It really was interesting, uh, if you'd like. And I'll put you know clips up throughout the show as well. He did all this to basically shut up his critics. Critics all of a sudden started praising him. And what's funny is that some of the hardcore followers, the Tuckers, the Ann Coulter, started going crazy on him. How can you do this? This is not what you ran on. What do you mean? What are you doing? What do you think? Blah, 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 blah. And now all of a sudden he has these Democrats in there, Feinstein, Schumer, Durbin, and he's saying nice things about him. He's saying nice things about him. I don't think that they even know where he's coming from because they're like, okay, he's saying he's going to sign anything. But let me tell you something. He was asked, let's do number 69 real quick. 69. What? Number 69. The report, there was a reporter who said, Hey, uh, and it's hard to hear. Mr. President, it sounds like you're uh, changing a little bit. Like, you know, are you okay with getting a deal on DACA without a wall? Because he's saying, I think I'll sign anything you want. You'll do this. Then the president said this. Uh, no. 
Yeah, what do you need? No, you're not a wall. You need it. John, you need the wall. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. I'd love not to build the wall, but you need the wall. And I will tell you this, the ICE officers and the Border Patrol agents, I had them just recently up. They say, if you don't have the wall, you know, in certain areas, obviously, that aren't protected by nature, if you don't have the wall, you cannot have security. You just can't have it. It doesn't work. We need a certain portion of that border to have the wall. If we don't have it, you can never have security. Uh, you can never stop that portion of drugs that comes through that area. Yes, it comes through planes and lots of other ways, and ships, but a lot of it comes through the southern border. You can never fix the situation without additional wall, and we have to fix existing wall that we already have. So wait a second. He says, I'll sign anything you want, and people are like, oh my God, what if the walls are there? But then he says, right after that, no, no, we need a wall. It's got to happen. It's the power of persuasion. And these dopey members of Congress that are lifetime politicians that don't know how to move quickly are going to get owned. You know how Trump during the campaign was like, oh, we're going to have the best negotiators because these guys are killers. They're killers. That's all part of negotiation. You charm people. You tell them what they want. You manipulate their mind. You do this. You don't even realize that you do this. When you go to buy a car, you do this. When you uh, see something you want to buy online at Craigslist, you go to a flea market, whatever it might be. You try to sweet-talk people to get the best deal you possibly can. I looked at what happened yesterday, and I think that's exactly what he is doing. Because all of a sudden, these Democrats are like, oh, he has a lot of faith in us. He's going to, you know, he's ready to play ball and listen to stuff like that. And he said nice things. Okay, he wants to hear what we have to say. Oh, but he said we have to have a wall? Well, okay, I didn't really want the wall, but now he wants to listen to us. Maybe I can hear what he has to say. We can come to, come to an agreement. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can do something like that. I'm telling you. It, it was the art of the deal, negotiation. Again, how do you think he gets stuff done? He's gotten stuff done as, de- as a developer, building, making land deals, uh, making deals to get you know uh, contracts done with subcontractors, builders, develop. It's all that way to get the best deal possible. The best deal possible. As a matter of fact, I'll do another quick one coming up in, uh, in five, where apparently, this is, this is why you elected this guy. Apparently, uh, a Democratic senator from Hawaii is like, do you really need to build the wall? And, you know, is you, do you really want $18 billion for this? Wait till you hear his response, because then he went after his own Homeland Security director, who people thought Breitbart was all, oh, she's open borders, she worked for the, you know, Bush and this and that. And maybe she was, but all of a sudden she's tightening up a little bit and changing to do what Trump wants. She's actually done quite well. Wait till you hear what she says about how long it's going to take and what he says how long it's going to take. And then uh, coming up about 40 after... This bill that Martha McSally, i got to give her credit, this bill that may be introduced today is, is truly tougher. I mean, the guy with the bill of love. This bill of love is more pro-American than what we even thought. It's just words. He's just painting the picture. You know how Obamacare is supposed to give everybody free insurance, everybody can go better? They manipulated it. They lied. He's using these tools. It's the power of persuasion. You could tell me that I'm wrong. You could agree or disagree. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll continue in five. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, really quick. Here is Trump uh, being questioned by a uh, kind of crazy senator from uh, Hawaii, Democrat uh, senator, Democratic senator, uh, Hirono. Uh, and she said a lot. We played a lot of things in the, in the past that she said that is why we call her crazy. Anyway, she talks about the border wall. And then Trump uh, addresses his Homeland Security secretary. Just listen to this. This is why he elected him. Here we go. 
Now, you have put it out there that uh, that you want $18 billion for a wall or else there will be no DACA. Is that still your position? Yeah, I can build it for less, by the way. But you want... I must tell you, I'm looking at these prices. Somebody said $42 billion. This is like the uh, aircraft carrier. It started off at a billion and a half and it's now at 18 billion. No, we can do it for less. We can do a great job. We can do a great wall, but you need the wall. And I'm now getting involved. I like to build under budget, okay? I like to go under budget ahead of schedule. There's no reason for seven years also. I heard the other day, please don't do that to me. Seven years. <laughs> We can build the wall in one year, yes, sir. and we can build it for much less money yes, than what sir. they're talking about. And any excess funds, and we'll have a lot of, whether it's a Wallman rink or whether it's any, I build under budget, and I build ahead of schedule. There is no reason to ever mention seven years again, please. I heard that, I said, I said, I wanted to come out with a major news conference, Tom, yesterday. No, they can go up quickly, it can go up effectively, and we can fix a lot of the areas right now that are really satisfactory if we renovate those walls How about that? Under budget, less money, we're on it. Yes. 634 on KNST AM 790. Uh, coming up in about five minutes, this bill, and I'll get to give credit where credit's due, that Martha McSally co-wrote. Now, why did she all of a sudden go from bashing Trump, not supporting Trump, not really wanting to crack down or say what she wants to do about illegal immigration, to all of a sudden being one of the uh, lead people, one of the four people writing this bill that seems to be extremely tough. This bill of love is extremely tough. Wait till you hear what's inside it and what they what it wants to do, what it will accomplish. Uh, why is she doing this? We'll talk about it. Maybe because she wants to run for Senate. She'll announce on Friday. We'll see. Yes, 641. Thanks for hanging out. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter, 2Rs1T. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, please. It'll be great. Please do that. And I have the, uh, by the way, I have the uh, the forty five minute straight Trump show yesterday uh, that he that he had the media broadcast everything they wanted to do. Uh, you know, let's not let's not hide anything. What do you think about illegal immigration? Let's just you know, no more games. Let's get it out. Really, really incredible stuff. Um, really incredible stuff. It's on my page at knst.com. I'll put it on my Facebook page. I'll tweet it. I'll do all that stuff. Three things that I think you need to know. Uh, number one, it looks like it looks like there's going to be a bill introduced today. And Martha McSally is one of the four people behind it. And it is a very pro-American immigration bill. And we'll get into the details. But not only does it call for a wall ending chain migration, Ending the visa diversity lottery also calls for enacting E-Verify, which is a big deal. And this is the same bill that Trump, he's playing the game, man. I'm telling you, this. you could call me naive if you want, but he's playing the game. He called it a bill of love, and of course, people started flipping out. The media started loving him, and the people that loved him started to hate him. It's all words. It's all words. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, it looks like Martha McSally is going to jump into the Senate race, along with Sheriff Joe and, of course, uh, Kelly Ward, who's been there before everyone else. Uh, looks like there's going to be an announcement on Friday. Her peeps put it out in a fundraising thing. Big announcement coming on Friday. Big announcement Friday, Friday, Friday. So we have that. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, an activist judge out in San Francisco has temporarily blocked the end of DACA. 
Trump said no more DACA, no more uh, DACA permits to be issued. It's unconstitutional. Congress makes laws, not the president. Totally right. A judge supposed to know the law said, nope, that's not fair. You have to continue issuing DACA permits until you guys come up with a law or whatever, a solution. Excuse me? He said, not fair. It's not fair to the people that could benefit from DACA. Excuse me? Yeah, so the the people that you can't, if, if people have never applied before, they can't, but the ones that are currently on it, if it, if it expires, they're allowed to, uh, to get a new permit. It's activist judge, activist judge. We'll get into that. Three things I think you need to know. Now, uh, Martha McSally. Let's hear a couple sound bites. We'll get into this this thing. Um, oh, I put it over here. Martha, and I'll put this uh, I'll put this video up at knst.com. All of a sudden, Martha is becoming a very Trumpian type person. Do you trust it? Do you not trust it? What's going on here? Because she was the you know the next McCain and Flake. She was, and now you wonder you know who who is is anybody bankrolling Sheriff Joe to get in? Is it is it Martha to try to divide the Trumpian votes? All of a sudden, the Ward Arpaio uh, race, those those votes get split, and then Martha picks up the rest and wins the nomination. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Martha McSally was on Fox News talking about this stuff. Uh, number and this this is what seven. Let's do seventy one first. She was pretty tough, pretty tough. Seventy one. Martha McSally. Give credit where credit's due. She said this. Here we go. And we believe, again, if you look at, on the one side, you see uh, the Democrats are asking for the DREAM Act or nothing. That's a non-starter. It's pretty tough. DREAM Act or nothing, it's a non-starter. Bye. Um, Now, let's do number 70. Let's do number 70. She talked about the immigration bill that she is part of. She and three other uh, members of Congress. Here we go. And after the media left, we uh, we we got down to uh, more uh, debates too. and discussions, and we've left with a broad agreement of narrowing the topics for the negotiations that will continue on four areas. The first is DACA, the second is border security, the third is chain migration, and the fourth is the visa lottery system. Uh, this is not all of what uh, many of us are looking for, but uh, for the scope of what we're uh, addressing here, that's the the four topics that were agreed to by everybody, and we're going to move forward as early as tomorrow uh, with subsequent meetings to negotiate the details of each of those areas. So Neil Monroe, who is the immigration writer for Breitbart, tweeted out House immigration bill reform or House immigration reform bill seems even more pro-American than President Trump's priorities in part because it includes mandatory E-Verify. She didn't mention that there. Business groups and progressives will not be happy. Yes. Wall Street Journal has an article about Martha's bill. Again, she and a congressman named Bob Goodlett, Congressman Michael McCall, Congressman Raul Labrador, and, and again, McSally. They all were part on this. It was developed by them. You ready for this? Wall Street Journal about this bill. A priority of our legislation is to increase, and they wrote this, by the way, this is, this is them. A priority of our legislation is to increase the security of the southern border. Our bill would provide $30 billion to build a wall, to invest in new technology, and to improve, modernize, and expand ports of entry. It would add boots on the ground, an additional 5,000 Border Patrol agents, and 5,000 Customs and Border Protection officers. It would provide for the construction of additional ports of entry, and ready for this, a full implementation of the biometric entry-exit system. We've been wanting that. While authorizing the National Guard to provide aviation and intelligence support. It's a big deal. Now, here's more. Our bill, they write, would achieve these goals by cracking down 
Uh, I mean, this would stop uh, illegals or migrants to stop being deported. Our bill would achieve these goals by cracking down on people who overstay their visas, the biometric stuff, by requiring employers to use the accurate and hugely successful E-Verify system to ensure they only hire legal workers. And by making it easier to deport aliens or gang members who are aggravated felons who fail to register as sex offenders or have multiple DUIs. Our proposal allows the Justice Department to withhold grants from sanctuary cities, jurisdictions that refuse to allow their law enforcement officers to cooperate with federal immigration authorities, even to the point of preventing ICE officers from entering local jails to take custody of criminal aliens. Sanctuary cities put innocent lives at risk. The legislation would end catch and release, battle asylum fraud, require that unaccompanied minors caught at the border be treated equally, regardless of their home country. Together, this will ensure that the law no longer tempts minors and their parents to make dangerous, illegal journeys to the U.S., the kind that Jeff Flake likes, or to line the pockets of cartels and make a business of supporting these journeys. Wow. Again, our bill would put an end to chain migration. The process by which citizens and green card holders can sponsor extended family members for their own green cards, who in turn can eventually sponsor their own extended family members over and over and over. It would stop the diversity visa program, which awards green cards by random lottery to people with no ties to the U.S. Neither of these programs prioritizes the skills of people entering the country. The U.S. is the most generous and welcoming nation in the world, accepting on average more than a million immigrants every year, but a steady influx of low-skilled labor has depressed wages for workers here at home. That's not putting America first. Dude, Martha McSally's part of this. She's part of this. So again, this bill would actually make Americans earn more money. Wages would go up because E-Verify is there. You can't just get cheap, illegal labor. Our bill would allow DACA beneficiaries to receive a three-year renewable legal status. Codifying the program the right way by a duly enacted statute. But to be clear, there is no special, there's no new or special path to citizenship for these individuals in our bill. It rejects the DREAM Act. It's not giving citizenship. It's not giving voting rights. This is freaking strong. Is that why now they're going to put this out there and she's going to run? Listen. You could be against it. You cannot trust her. That's your deal. I get it. Um, But if someone wants a promotion, they generally do what it takes to get a promotion. This is actually good. You know, I'm very critical of Martha McSally, but this is actually very good. 880-KNST, 880-5678, pound 250 to get in as well. Just ask for Gary Lewis. The voice guy gets you right in. Steve, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. It wouldn't surprise me to see Martha put this up knowing couldn't get it through. She needs to step aside for the uh, lake seat and wait for McCain's seat to come available. You know, I was thinking about that. She's a female McCain. Well, you know, and I know that. Hang on, hang on a second, hang on a second. I I was thinking, like, all right, you have Kelly Ward, and all of a sudden Sheriff Joe steps in, and let's be honest, McCain, I mean, it's he's 81, it's, you know, there's going to come a time. And is that the time where she could just go, okay, here we go. 
Um, but apparently she wants to get in and get in now. That's what it's going to happen, it looks like, on Friday. Well, and, and that's why she's putting this legislation for it. I remember meeting McCain a number of times at Tea Party events. Yep. Are you going to tell me he's a conservative? No, God, no. But he never did this. Hang on, hang on. But, but he it was ne- always before but election. I got gotcha. you. Listen, I totally understand your skepticism of everything Martha would do because she never said she would back Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, she never did any of that stuff. But this is a very strong bill that was written by her and three others. So you got to give credit where credit's due. Or you just, you're like, I don't care. I don't trust her. It's done. I don't buy it. I think she put it up there knowing she won't get it through, but she looks good presenting it. Very interesting. Just like McCain showing up at Tea Party. She's using McCain's organization. She is McCain's puppet. I gotcha. Well, we're going to ask Kelly Ward about that when she comes up at 710. So I appreciate it, Steve. Thank you okay. very much, man. Take care. I Listen, I knew people were going to think that as well. What are you, psychic? Well, you know, even, even listen, you can still like There's no way that you should not like this bill. There's no way. Yes. Uh, but it still doesn't mean you'd vote for her in the primary. Very true. Right? I mean, you can still say, I like this bill, but I still don't trust you based on your track record. This is too little, too late. I'm going to go Kelly Ward. Well, we'll see. Uh, you can uh, tweet me responses. What do you think? At Garrett Lewis. We'll try to squeeze you in. We'll get to Kelly Ward as well at 710. But this is a heck of a bill, is it not? I'll put this on my uh, Facebook page so you can read about it. I mean, everything in this bill is what you want. We'll get your reaction coming up. Uh, it is 653. We'll be back in uh, in 4 KNST. AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating.